If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Well, good evening. I am, I mean, it might not be the evening for you. You might be watching this in the morning or listening to it in the morning. But, uh, you know, from us, good evening or good morning to you. We're so glad that you're joining in with us into our Hall of Fame playoff conversation. I'm joined with three of our league managers. And of course, I'm a league manager as well. The only league manager that's not with us is Cody. So we have Joshua Moody, who's the owner of the Cleveland Browns. Um, last year, they really were the Poop Browns. But uh, this year, they're actually you know, making some noise in the in the playoffs. Also, we have Travis's just, just beastly steel curtain. And then we have Mike's very good New England Patriots. We are all in the playoffs, guys, Cody included. So pretty crazy that we're all here in the playoffs and all in this conversation. We all have some you know, ties to this playoff hopes of having a Super Bowl. So... I'm going to turn it over to Travis here in a minute, and uh, Travis is going to tell us about the playoff outlook and, and who's going to be playing against two and what that's going to look like. And um, so I, I just want to personally say to Travis, that Travis, thanks so much for your attention to detail and the spreadsheet and all the work that you've done there. A couple of weeks ago, we started... Um, you know, setting that up to where we could fix it. There were some things that need to be done to update it. And then Cody, of course, has been updating each team's spreadsheet. So, Cody, you're not with us tonight, but thank you so much for all that you've done this year and uh, keeping that spreadsheet up today. So, Travis, take the floor. Tell us about these playoff seeds. All right. So, um, the matchups for this week, uh, wildcard weekend. Uh, in the Flash 80 and Catch-22 conference, uh, we got the number one seed, Green Bay Packers, taking on the number four seed, Detroit Lions. Uh, also, we have the number two seeded, Dallas Cowboys, taking on the number three seed, Baltimore Ravens. Down in the Golden Joe and Minister of Defense conference, <clears throat> we have the number one seeded, Pittsburgh Steelers, taking on the number four seed, Denver Broncos. Boo to the Steelers. <laughs> also, we have the number two seed, Cleveland Browns, taking on the number three seed, New England Patriots. And another thing I wanted to add to this is uh, all the matchups this week are division rivals. It's kind of the way it panned out. Wow. So it's definitely going to make Wildcard Weekend a little more spicy. So, with that said, I'm going to kick it over to Big Mike, and he is going to break down the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Denver Broncos. Take it away, Mike. Alrighty, the Steelers and Broncos. It's going to be a good matchup. I think uh, I think Kyler's going to have a comeback game finally. He's had the last two weeks to uh, somewhat take a rest, if we will. Um, Matt Ryan's been playing just kind of hit or miss football this season when it comes to fancy terms. He's just been... I mean, he's still middle of the pack when it comes to his player rank. He's still ranked 14th, but it's uh, it's been kind of a rough stretch for him. We'll see how it plays out this week. Chargers just got uh, had a pretty bad matchup last week, so we'll see what happens this week. Nick Chubb, I like that matchup a lot better than J.K. Dobbins. Devontae Adams is playing Detroit. It doesn't really matter who Devontae Adams is playing this year. He's going to be Devontae Adams. Cooper Cup, he's playing New England. It's questionable who Stephon Gilmore is covering between Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. But uh, it's kind of funny that Travis has Robert Woods on the other side. So I guess we'll see. 
Um, with that, it just kind of depends on who we, who is covering who in that game and who's going to get open and whether they rely more on the rushing attack or not. Tyler Lockett, he's been playing pretty phenomenal this year. It just depends who gets more of the looks this game around, if it's him or DK, or if they both just get their fair share like they've kind of been. Robert Tanyan, got to love a Packers tight end, right? He's playing Detroit. Hopefully he can snag a touchdown or two. He's been known to do that from time to time this year. Uh, TJ Hawkinson has been a pretty reliable tight end this year, but going against Green Bay, you never know what their defense is going to bring to the table. And I mean that literally. You never know what they're going to do. Deontay Johnson, he's been pretty reliable if he can stay healthy and stay on the field. If he's on the field, he'll probably make a play for you. Kelvin Ridley, it all just rides on the uh, level that Atlanta wants to show up that day, basically. <laughs> but Kelvin Ridley's been pretty good so far. And uh, that'll be a interesting to see who takes the better matchup there with Deontay Johnson or Kelvin Ridley. A.J. Brown has been a little bit of a wild card this year. I think people expect a little more out of him, but uh, injuries kind of set him back. And uh, just kind of depending on his quarterback play, he can give you either high to mid-teens or he can give you a stinker with a single digit like he did last week against Cleveland. Hopefully, against Jacksonville, he can torch it, but Derrick Henry's been known to uh, show up against Jacksonville, so it might take away from the passing game early on. Debo Samuel has been pretty solid, but uh, it's just depending, again, on how his team wants to show up against Washington. Washington's been pretty solid this year, and they're still trying to get first place in their com- or uh, their respective division, which is still wide open, even in Week 14. Um, kickers, Will Lutz and Mason Crosby can't honestly get much more reliable than those two guys, so that's pretty much kind of a wash. And then uh, Patriots defense against the Rams, that's going to be tough to see. Uh, we'll just be dependent on... That's going to be a fun Thursday night matchup. It's going to be a Super Bowl rematch from a couple years ago, and uh, we'll see what happens. And the Chiefs play in Miami. Miami has looked solid. Um, it's going to be really interesting how they play against uh, Kansas City this year. And uh, it just... Kansas City has something to prove. They've been looking a little subpar as to what people expected out of them this season, I think. So, okay. Uh, um, I think they're going to try to really come ready to play in Miami, but that's uh, quite the okay. road trip. And uh, with that, I will send her on. So, over Travis, give me your next... thoughts on this matchup. What do you What do you think about? Um, actually, no, not Travis. Sorry, Josh. What do you think about this uh, Pittsburgh versus Denver matchup? I mean, it's an intriguing one for sure. Um, man. The, the receiving core that that Travis has I mean it's hard to it's hard to top that receiving core with Adams going off like he has been woods has been has been pretty reliable um, with cup there in in Los Angeles the one thing he does have going against him is he has Bill Belichick on the other side uh, and he's notorious for always trying to take away what the other team does best um, and we saw what New England's defense did last week. They pitched a shutout, forty-five to nothing. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'll be I'll be interested to see tomorrow night if Belichick and his defensive crew if they try to take away the passing game and make them run the ball only, uh, or if they try to you know, focus the majority of their attention on the run game. Then maybe that opens up some more targets uh, and some more usage for for Woods. Uh, but. I don't know. I think I think the uh, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers end up taking this one. End up taking this one, and it probably won't really be that close. It probably won't really be that. Be honest. Be honest. Okay. I will say this. I think that, um, in my opinion, the Pittsburgh's going to win. I I I don't think it's going to be as as far of a gap as we currently see with this. Um, I I think that, you know, Tyler Lockett have a, he could have a, a good week this week. And I think that, you know, Derek does have some guys who he could slot in for like Debo Samuel or um, for Debo Samuel he could take him out and he has the options of 
Sterling Shepard against Arizona's defense, and he also has Melvin Gordon on the bench who he could slot in. Okay, for Divo can Samuel. I, let me let me ask you a question based off of what you said about he may have some guys that could sub in because I was thinking the same thing. Would if this was if this was your team and we can go around the horn here if this was your team Derek's team would you would you start Hawkinson instead of Gasecki? Um, I'd I'd rather go with Hawkinson if uh, Matt Stafford's in. If Matt Stafford's in the game, he's currently questionable. Then there's no doubt about it. I'm going Hawkinson, but if Stafford's out, I'm going Gasecki. I, I agree. I, I would actually, I would start Gasecki this week, just because. I mean, I, he's he's really, he's really become the number one target, especially in the red zone for Miami. If they're getting down, you know, if they're inside the ten yard line, they're looking for him as the first option down there. So he did have nineteen points last week, but it was against yeah. the Cincinnati Bengals. True. True. So. Um, but I would I would put Sterling Shepard or Melvin Gordon in for Debo Samuel. I think I would put Melvin Gordon in there no matter what. Um, it's up against the Carolina offense. I mean Carolina defense. I think that you know Melvin Gordon could get a couple, maybe get a touchdown or so. He had 14 points last week, so that's that's who I would put there. But that's just me. And then, yeah, take it away there, Travis. You're, let's hear what you have to say on your matchup this week. All right. Well, first off, um, so Kyler Murray, I'm just going to hope that he kind of gets back into early season form. Uh, so I'm not going to touch a whole lot on him. Um, there's a couple things I want to add. Um, my Nick Chubb trade that I made at the deadline, I think is going to make all the difference for me in the postseason here. Because he, I believe, is, I don't know if he's leading the league, but he's got, you know, at least top five uh, yards per carry right now. And he has just been lighting it up since coming back from injury. And um, as Mike touched on Devontae Adams, um, he's just kind of, he's kind of matchup proof at this point. He just scores touchdowns. Um, Robert Woods uh, and Cooper Cup going, uh, playing in the same game. Um, across from each other, though, in this matchup. When I watch Robert Woods, it seems like he's kind of the middle of the field, kind of grinded out kind of guy. And if, if I'm correct, I think um, Gilmore kind of focuses more on the outside receiver. So I'm kind of hoping he's matched up on Cup this week. And I think that could honestly be the difference here. Um, but then the other one I want to touch on is Deontay Johnson. Um so I was just kind of looking around at some targets, the target share, and this guy is an absolute target monster. Um, since week nine, he's had 10, 11, 16, 13, and 12 targets in each game up until now. If he could just have a better catch percentage and stop dropping so many passes, I think that he could really be maybe even the MVP of the playoffs. Um, the biggest thing that scares me about the Broncos is the Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley stack. Um, but I think I'm going to pull it off and get my third win against Denver this, this year. Um, but first, Mike, I noticed you were still kind of talking there and we never actually caught got pick. Mike got kicked out, dude. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. So, hey, um, so um, I just wanted to say, did you just say that Deontay Johnson is going to be the stud of the playoffs? I'm, I'm hoping. Ooh, man, I, I disagree with you. Look, look at those. I, I look, think at, that, look at those targets. I think that Buffalo defense is going to humble him this weekend. Ooh. I mean, he's been humbled. He hasn't. He hasn't, so, he hasn't had the best know, last s- couple games. Selfishly, I I really hope that you're right, and he is your best scorer, and we match up later on in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be the best for you, but uh, maybe, maybe the dark. You got to stack. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Team there, <laughs> Travis, you really do. Um, I, 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 like, I, I, I like you to win. I think it's going to be... Uh, within 10 points, though. I don't think you're going to win by 20 or 18 plus. I think it's going to be within 10. Absolutely. So, I, I think I think you could be right, Brett. If we if Derek, we're not trying to run his team for him. Of course, you know he got to the playoffs because he's a good he's a good manager. <laughs> but I think if he does make a couple of those substitutions, or at least maybe even thinks about it, or at least watches them up towards game time, I think you're right. I think it can get within a single digit matchup. I just think as it is right now, I think. Travis could win this by 15 to 20. Yeah. So, um, so, okay. Yeah. And, and it's Tuesday, it's Wednesday night. So, I mean, that's why we're, we're having this conversation way early. So, um, so yeah, we're, we're just keeping that in mind as well, but let's move on to the next matchup. We took 15 minutes on that one. <laughs> so next matchup is, between the um, Cleveland versus New England. So this is between the Cleveland Browns and the New England Patriots. So let's let's talk through this, okay? So Cleveland versus Green Bay or Cleveland versus New England. So um, Cleveland's got Taysom Hill going up against the Philadelphia Eagles defense. That just Spells disaster there for the Philadelphia Eagles defense. I, I kind of I said this same thing last week, but you know, with this this tandem in Cleveland with Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara, um, which by the way, didn't you have Drew Brees? Yeah, I still do. He's he's on IR. I'm waiting okay. for him to come off. So I mean, you told me the other day you were like, dude, I actually kind of like this Taysom Hill. So, I mean, now that you're in this conversation, you, I, I just wanted to bring that up that you said, man, I'm, I'm cool with this whole Taysom Hill train. Yeah, and well, it, def- it definitely does take away from your Camara production, as you've seen. But like I, I said last week, you, you've got both of them. Most of the touchdowns are going to come from them, but they, uh, they have had a disgusting use of Murray in the last week or so, which has made me really mad. Actually got beat out of the playoffs in our other league because of uh, Kamara's lack of consistency the last two weeks. But I like those two guys going up against a really powder puff defense in Philly. And then for uh, I'm just going to go through the rest of the, the Cleveland Browns lineup, but uh, get hooked on a Thielen over here with uh, Adam Thielen going up against the Tampa Bay defense, projected 13. Point six eight points. I think he's going to go under projections. He um, he's getting really. Uh, I mean, he had a good week last week, but he has been overshadowed by Justin Jefferson this year, in my opinion. Um, but then you're, you got you're, Allen. you're right. You're right. He Justin Jefferson is getting a lot of a, a lot of the attention, but Thielen scored his twelfth touchdown of the season last week. Wow. Which is basically, I mean, it's basically a touchdown a week. Yeah. Now, it it is coming down to he, he's kind of becoming touchdown dependent to put up points. Um, but if you're going to score one a week, I'll take that. Yeah. And then you got Alan Lazard in your wide receiver position. Um, 
now I'm just saying this, me personally, I'm just saying this, you're your own manager. I would probably put, I would maybe put Fulgham there. Maybe not. I don't know. He, he didn't look good last week. He got shut out, I think. But uh, uh, you do you, boo. You do you. Fulgham <laughs> got kind of figured out after how, his breakout game, and he's been like nothing since. But uh, you also got um, Jared Cook at the tight end spot. Got three New Orleans players in your lineup. Then you got Derrick Henry going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm, I think he's going to have a rebound week. I called it in um, in PTFL last week that Derrick Henry wasn't going to have a good game against the Cleveland defense, and he didn't look very good at all for the, like the first time in eight weeks or ten weeks. David Montgomery has just been on a tear in the last few weeks, and uh, I think he's going to have another great week this week. Then you got Blankenship. That defense, I mean, that offense has so many stalled drives, which means that you just get more points from the kicker. And then you got the Cleveland Browns defense going up against the Baltimore Ravens. I like that defense. And so, yeah, that's that does it for the Cleveland Browns. Got an 11-point projection over the New England Patriots. On the other side, Patriots have Deshaun Watson going up against the Chicago defense. I do not like that matchup at all. I think that it, when you look at both of these quarterbacks and Taysom Hill and Watson, that Hill's going to have the better week than Deshaun Watson will. I don't think that Deshaun Watson makes projections. I think it's going to be around 15 to 18 points. Wayne Gallman is the running back uh, going up against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, they have used him very well in the offense. This year, especially the last few weeks, I I, I think that Wayne Gallman will go over projections here or hold, you know, right around projections. We'll get a right over 10 points. I see that uh, New England, you know, listened to me this week in taking out A.J. Green and putting out um, Michael Gallup into their wide receiver position. Uh, yeah, so... Um, I think that Thielen's going to have the better week over Gallup. I think that Kamara's going to have the better week over Gallman. When you look at flex positions, I think that Mims is going to have the better week over Lazard. I think that when you look at tight ends, that Waller, who's projected to get 12.5 points against Indianapolis, he's going to have a better week than Jared Cook. Derek uh, Henry and Todd Gurley is who is in that matchup slotted on the other side for New England. Uh, Gurley hasn't looked good the last few weeks. Maybe this is the week, you know, he was out two weeks ago. He played a little bit this week. Maybe this week he gets a little bit more usage, maybe finds the end zone, but he's not going to have the same points as Derrick Henry. Looking at Sammy Watkins and David Montgomery, I think that David Montgomery is going to – out, like go over projections and that Sammy Watkins will be either under projections or around projections that uh, he won't succeed those young way has been like the best fantasy kicker. He's going to same thing there. A lot of stall drives for Atlanta. I think young way will be the better kicker this week. And then looking at defenses Packers against the Detroit lions. I think that this could get ugly if Matthew Stafford's not there and that the better defensive matchup is no doubt about it, the Packers against the Detroit Lions. So I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns once again over the New England Patriots, and it's not even going to be close. I think this is going to be the biggest destruction in the playoffs this week will be the Cleveland Browns just lighting up the New England Patriots. I hope you're weekend. right. So, um, what do y'all think? Mike is no longer in this conversation. His internet was hating him tonight, so it'll just be me and Travis and Josh the rest of this time. So, so Travis, first, let's hear I your just thoughts. want to apologize, little bro. Um, I kind of said it all year. Um, is New England a contender or are they a pretender? I mean, they're nine and four, but they kind of had a weak sauce division to play this year. Um, pretty easy schedule. It was a powder puff decision. Puff it was a powder puff division until. Cleveland got um, Derrick Henry. That's just my opinion. Um, but, so, yeah. I actually like Deshaun Watson. 
because uh, I think he's just stupid good. And Chicago, as good as they can be, they, I mean, they just gave up 34 to Detroit. So I like Watson this week. I don't know if he gets to his projections, but I think he's a solid start. Um, and then Gallman, um, he has been very productive lately, uh, filling in for Barkley, um, a lot better than in, in the past. Um, Michael Gallup has kind of had a coming out party last week, and I look for that to continue. It looks like him and uh, the Red Rocket there are, or the Red, the Red Rocket, the Red Rifle, uh, look like they are uh, uh, finally getting that. Yeah, they're, they're getting in tune with each other. Um, I don't like uh, Denzel Mims. He's just that, that offense is just garbage. Um, and he's still a rookie who, yeah. He doesn't look bad, but I just I don't like it this week. Um, I think that Waller um, needs to have another huge game for this to even be close. Um, you look at the other side, you know, you got Hill and Kamara against Philly, who just has not been very good. And, uh, yeah, I think Cleveland's going to take this one easily, uh, led by Derrick Henry. Um, do you think that Derrick Henry is going to lead them to victory? What do you think that, what do you think the, uh, like margin of victory is going to be in this matchup? I think it'll be closer than what you said. Um, I think it'll be a little closer to projections. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking like a 25 point victory. That's that's what I, I'm I'm thinking like what what's projected with your matchup, you know, with uh, you. I think you're projected to win by 20 or 25 in your matchup against my brother. I, th- I think that this is. Not going to hold close to projection. And that's nothing against the Patriots. They're a good team. I just think that those those three running backs, you're bound to get some production from from those guys. Um, Derrick Henry could put up 40 points this week. And the same thing for Kamara. And uh, the thing is, if Kamara doesn't have the week, then Taysom Hill is more than likely going to, unless they just get shut out this week. So. Any more thoughts you have on this this matchup? Uh, no, I think Travis? I pretty much covered everything. Okay. Take the floor there. All right, so you guys have been talking about David Montgomery. I also think he's going to have a really big game. Uh, and the same reason I think he's going to have a really big game is also the same reason I think Watson is not going to have a big game. I don't want this to turn into the Weather Channel, but – uh, all day Saturday, all day Friday, and all day Saturday, it's supposed to rain in Chicago. And Sunday, it's not supposed to get above freezing by by game time. So I think it could be a nasty field, uh, which means wet ball, uh, and probably going to be a, a a large amount of carries for David Montgomery. Uh, so hopefully that turns into some major production on my side, and he holds on to the ball. Uh, and gets into the end zone a couple of times, and hopefully the uh, the Texans will do the same and try to keep it on the ground, uh, and Watson is not able to have a really good passing day uh, that will help me out on both sides there. Uh, and like you all talked about with Hill and Kamara uh, going against the Philly defense, I, I think that they take care of business, uh, and, and I, am, I'm, I think I am going to leave Cook in at tight end right now, which I know that's putting a lot of eggs in the same basket. Uh, with yeah. the with the New Orleans offense, but um, we've seen Taysom Hill's downfield passing game is not very good. That's not his strong suit. So I think mm-hmm. what he's going to stick to is some of the underneath stuff, uh, which lends itself to Cook getting a couple extra targets uh, more so than you know somebody like a Traquan Smith who's flying down the outside, you know, uh, flying downfield from the outside. I don't think that's. I think he's gonna he's gonna catch up on some of those targets. Uh, and maybe take away from even guys like Michael Thomas uh, with some of the shorter shorter route running stuff. Um, I, I am a little concerned because uh, New England, they have, they have just a, a handful of guys who could jump up and have a big game at any time, right? 
They may not. It may yeah. not be the most consistent roster, but they have guys that could go off and explode. And if they, he has, he's able to catch lightning in a bottle and have three or four of those guys all do that this week, then I could be in some real trouble. Definitely. Um, so if we if we were looking at this, if I had to choose which team I'm, I want to take for an entire year, of course I want to take my guys. Uh, for one game, I'm still good, I'm still pretty nervous uh, about this matchup. I like that you guys are, are very confident in me. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Winning by double digits, you know, uh, but I'll still be sweating on my couch. I don't know, Travis. Do you think I was going to say like 10, 10 15, but I mean, he's nine and four for a reason. And I believe the matchups this year um, are split, so he does hold a victory over Cleveland this year. Yeah, this is the rubber match. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. Um, and I, I tell agree. you, the guy, the guy that really, the guy that really concerns me for for him on his matchup, because y'all talked about my running backs, and I think my running backs are are probably the three best. I think I have the best running backs of any oh, team yeah, that, that's left in the playoffs. As far as the running back room, I think I have the best running back room left in the playoffs. I'll probably get knocked out this week and everybody make fun of me, but I think I do. But the guy that really concerns me is actually Wayne Gallman because he's he's got a high volume of carries. He's getting a ton of work, tons of snaps. Uh, but in the last few weeks, he's been he's been having his touchdowns poached. He had two of them taken away from him at the goal line by Alfred Morris uh, this last week. But, I mean, if he gets – if he's able to have the same amount of production that he's had these last couple of weeks and he's able to get one of those or two of those in the end zone, I think we could be looking at a totally different story. Okay. Okay. Well, the next matchup that we are going to be talking about is my matchup between the Dallas Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I'll, uh, one of you I'll take it away. One, one of you. Um, so... Uh, the first thing I see here is the quarterback matchups. Um, you got Lamar Jackson taking on Cleveland, and Cleveland's been coming on strong. And Lamar Jackson has not been passing the ball. I don't mean he hasn't been passing the ball well; he just hasn't been passing the ball. He did just had a he just came off a game, I believe it was last night, with 107 yards passing. Granted, he didn't need to pass the ball, um, but that's definitely not his strong suit. And Cleveland's kind of a defense that's, I think, a little under the radar. And I think that they can, I'm not going to say hold him in check, but I think they can, uh, you know, slow him down and not give him the normal Lamar Jackson numbers. The other side, you know, you got. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. He, the Baltimore Ravens will not run for 300 yards yeah. against the Cleveland Cleveland defense like they just I did against the Cowboys defense last night. For sure. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, so on the other side, you know, we got Russell Wilson um, taking on the New York Jets, who they're an awful team altogether, but their defense is you know it, it's decent. Uh, I don't know, maybe decent isn't the word, but um, I think he's still going to do Russell Wilson things. Um, Dalvin Cook is an absolute nightmare for any defense, and I just see him continuing to. Um, put up numbers and uh, kind of carry this team. Um, and then on the other side, Christian McCaffrey is—I uh, don't know if he's slated to make his return, uh, but he's questionable. He, he he's currently questionable. He—he um, he was limited in practice today, which is good that he was actually in practice and okay. you know, doing some. Um, snaps, the only so. problem with that is I could see him being limited this week. Um, 
unlike what they did with him last time yeah. when he came back and he got hurt again right away. I think they're going to be a little more cautious this year, even though I don't think that um, Carolina's really going to be you know, working towards postseason or anything. But still. Um, and then, of course, you got you know Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, which is just an amazing duo to have. Uh, two pieces from that offense is just sickening. So, um, and then Amari Cooper, who has uh, really been Andy Dalton's top target over the last few weeks here. Um, I see him continuing to do very well uh, in uh, a bad offense or a bad on a bad team that is always going to be playing from behind probably for the rest of the year. So, um, not a very good Cincinnati defense. So. I guess that one can go either way, because uh, if they do get a lead, uh, I can see that being maybe a Zeke game. Um, but then uh, another question mark I have here on the Baltimore side is Mark Andrews. I know he was, I don't remember if he was on the COVID list or if he had an illness or whatever it was, but he did not play last week. And if... He, he was just taken off of the COVID list, oh, actually, okay. just so this afternoon. should be good to go then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like 4 o'clock this afternoon oh, okay. he was taking off the COVID list. Well, if um, Lamar Jackson is going to have success, I think it, uh, you know, it's going to definitely be helped by Mark Andrews being in the lineup. So that could be an interesting stack there. Um, and then like Josh talked about a little while ago, Traquan Smith you know, being kind of the deep threat. I just don't see him being much of a factor here. And then uh, Daryl Henderson playing against New England tomorrow night. I, I just don't like that either. I just feel like New England's such a sophisticated defense. They just know how to shut down the top players. And, you know, I look at him as the top running back, and I just, I just don't see him doing well. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, um, tomorrow night, Damian Harris, you know, same thing. Just Los Angeles Rams just got a stellar defense there. So I don't see either of those two really doing very well. Um, I will give uh, – the Ravens owner a tip, although you can't do it for both, but I'd maybe try to open up one of these flex spots um, just in case something happens later on in the week. You don't have any flexibility if you got to take somebody out. Um, maybe move Dalvin Cook down. Uh, just not take him out, but just move him around. Just, just a little tip. Um, but anyways, I, I think it's going to be close, but I think it's going to be a lot closer to what the projections are saying, but I think Dallas is going to take this one and move on to the next round. I agree. I think I think Dallas takes this one, uh, and and really I think I think Wilson's going to have a huge day, and I think he's going to do the majority of it in the first half, uh, because just this week, actually I think it was it was either Monday or Tuesday that uh, the the Jets fired. Uh, Greg Williams, their defensive coordinator. Uh, so, you know, what hope the J- the Jets did have against stopping <laughs> if they had a game plan uh, that was already in the works coming into this week, it probably just walked out the door in Greg Williams' backpack. Uh, so they're going to be trying to figure out how to solve this, this Seattle offense, which is still, I mean, incredibly dangerous with Lockett and Metcalf uh, and Carson has been back. And running pretty well since he since he's returned, uh, but I think I think Wilson has a huge day against the Jets. And then if I mean if McCaffrey is half of himself that he normally is, uh, I think I think we could be looking at a Cowboys team who is getting hot right when they need to be uh, at the wrong time for the rest of us anyway. Uh, and I think I think this is everybody's been saying you know oh, I think this matchup is going to be the biggest. Point differential, point gap. This this is my selection for being the biggest point gap uh, of the matchups this week. I think I think Dallas walks away with this one. I hope you're right, man. Because uh, last year I took a first round exit in the playoffs, and my team was like going into the playoffs. I think I had the most points scored, and then I put up like seventy points in the first round. And I don't think I had put up seventy points in a week all year. I think I have been the ninety plus every week, or if not that, pretty much every week until that one week. And uh, to say that was 
depressing is an understatement. So, and and you really are you are you really are getting healthy at the right time, I yeah. think, and your team is becoming very opportunistic. Like yeah. JD McKissick, like if you would have picked that guy up, you know, week three or week four, you'd be like, oh well, he's an also ran. He's going to be a depth guy on the bench somewhere. It just so happens that Gibson goes out with an injury last week, and now McKissick's going to be the lead guy just as you're going into playoffs. So very opportunistic by your team. Um, I don't know, maybe the one weak link that you have that I would say is, and it's not necessarily because he's a bad player, but you have DJ Chark, who's probably the most, he's very talented, but his production is going to be inconsistent because the quarterback play is always going to be inconsistent. Until yeah, they Mike draft, Glenn until, last week, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, until they, until they, you know, draft comes around and they draft Trevor Lawrence, and then he'll be fine for you going <laughs> forward. But going into the playoffs, I really see that that is maybe your only questionable spot as far as am I going to get consistent production? Yeah, so what what happened to what's-his-name? Did they just get off the Minshew train? Does he, exactly, he hurt? exactly. What's-his-name? That's all you need to know. You just called him what's-his-name. Minshew, though. Like, what happened with him, though? Oh, Did Minshew. they just cut him? Yeah, Minshew mania is over. I think no, why he's, he he's still there. Like a, he's still there. Yeah, I thought he was hurt. Yeah. So, um, but but I think I think what they're saying is like he is he's going to be available, but he's not starting. He has not got the wow. got back yeah. the starting job. Yeah, I know that. Gotcha. Well, he needs it because uh, Mike Glennon, who just to me not cutting it. So I'll give you my thoughts on on this matchup before we go into the last matchup of the evening. Um. So, um, I I think that Christian McCaffrey will play this weekend, and like you said, Josh, I think even if he's half of himself, he still is a better you know guy to slot in than Tony Pollard, Anthony Miller, Irv Smith Jr. You know, like I mean, of course I can I could put McKissick up in the top and then you know just wait it out on McCaffrey to see what happens with him. But I don't like any of those options. Uh, I, I mean, Giovanni Bernard could just run all over the Cowboys this weekend if they don't have uh, Joe Mixon. But still, I'd rather just keep in McCaffrey. Even if he just scores one touchdown or gets, you know, he can just catch four or five passes and break one off and, and get 10 points. And at that point, then I already get better production than I would have got from anybody else i definitely see them putting him on a snap count yeah you know kind of like a pitcher coming back from injury and with a pitch count i definitely don't think that he's they're not going to give him the workhorse load yeah immediately yeah but he might get 10 touches 15 touches and that's all he needs (laughs) so yeah so um i i'm gonna be honest you know dj chark he, like you just said, scares me. He had two catches last week, and those two catches came in the fourth quarter. He was targeted three times in the first half and then didn't get targeted again until the fourth quarter. And so he just got two junk catches. But uh, so that that makes me a little nervous. But then Tyree Kill and Kelsey going up against the Miami defense, who have been really good this year, um, and Tyree Kill has been killing it. A couple weeks ago, he put up 50 points as a wide receiver. So I'm going to need them to put up at least 20 points apiece to for, to make me feel a little bit comfortable about this. And, um, yeah, so crazy thing about this on my side is uh, I'll know how many points I will have before 6 o'clock on uh, – Sunday. I just want to add so, one thing. I like that. Uh, about Tyreek Hill. What? I just saw he's got the, the Q next to his okay. name there for, for the questionable tag. And he was held out of practice today uh-huh. um, with an illness. But it does say it is non-COVID related. So hopefully he is healthy going into the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for making <laughs> my uh, heart you know, just <laughs> fall for a second there. It's okay. It's just Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> And I wanted to bring this up because nobody else said this, but um, I wanted to bring it up earlier, but I thought that I would just bring it up in my my part in talking about this matchup. But DJ Moore, he is trending in the right direction. So uh, last week, 
he uh, he was placed on the reserve COVID list, and he, of course Carolina didn't even play last week. But if uh, if DJ Moore does play this week, he could slot in for Tory Smith. Trey Quan, uh, not Tory Smith. I'm thinking Trey Quan Smith for um, for the New Orleans Saints, and uh, so that makes things a little bit closer. But uh, I think that out of all those guys that I have, that somebody's bound to have a good week. And um, I think that I'm going to Tory Smith is back. Matchup, taking it two to – Tory Smith is back. What? <laughs> he's back. <laughs> no, he's not. It's trick one. My bad. So I think I'm going to win this one um, by 15-plus. So. All right. So I'll take the, the final matchup, which is the Green Bay Packers. Versus the Detroit Lions. Uh, Green Bay is coached by the other league manager who was not able to be on with us tonight, Cody Siebers. Uh, and the Detroit Lions. I love it. Hey, Josh, I just wanted to tell you this. Um, seriously, as we were doing this matchup, Detroit slotted in Swift into the running back slot. So uh, this game was about 12 points projection. Now it's five. Because <laughs> I was going to bring up Swift, too, and that's probably what you're going to say.
He did. I'm going to go with you too. Um, I, I actually, um, it was, you know, we, you, you led us in this conversation, but I, I, as I was looking at this matchup, I am going with Detroit as well. I think the Detroit here's, here's how I think the Detroit wins. I think the Detroit, I think that Deandre Swift is going to play this weekend and that's the key. If, if he is in the lineup, if he's able to play, then I think that this, game is going to go to Detroit. Um, I, I don't like Michael Thomas's matchup just because of the Taysom Hill. Um, I um, I like Allen. It's a tough defense, but um, there was a meme that was out there that was like showing who the Pittsburgh Steelers won this, who, how they beat this year. And yes, and t- those games... Yeah, and uh, a hurt team, a COVID team. <laughs> so, n- nothing against them. Um, you know, you got Josh Jacobs going up against a tough Indianapolis defense team. And uh, Josh Jacobs actually missed practice today. So, there's that. If, if he's out of this game, that's not good. Chris Godwin did not practice today. He could practice tomorrow. They could both practice by the end of the week. Michael Thomas, he um, just hasn't looked good, though. But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was going to say, like I told uh, Jordan Dillard in, in our other league for PTFL, I was like, dude, I wouldn't put the Booker in there. And then he texted me and he was like, you're, you're right, but it wasn't going to matter because I got destroyed. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, just finishing up on, on what I was saying, and then we'll, we'll move on to Travis as we finish this conversation. But, uh, here's this. If Detroit does win this week, which I think they will, if they, will play with the lineup that they currently have with, like I said, Swift in there. I think I, I'm going to disagree with you, and I think that Claypool's going to have a pretty big week this week. But uh, we can do that. But here's this. If Detroit moves on, they could have Joe Mixon back in their lineup next week. And uh, they could slot him in for Marvin Jones. And this could be a really, really dangerous team 
just like you know we we talked about my team getting healthy and they could seriously make a good playoff run here. So, all right. So first off, I want to circle back to uh, something that Josh said, and you guys were kind of giving me guff in the beginning. Um, but you, you talked about Buffalo's corners taking out Claypool and Juju and Ben having to go to other options. And uh, one of the other options and the guy who kind of plays the number one role um, for the receiving core there is Deontay Johnson. So just wanted to circle back to that <laughs> originally. Anyways, like Brett said, though, uh, getting DeAndre Swift and mixed the MVP of the MVP of my playoffs because he's a target monster and he's going to start catching everything. Okay. But no, Hey, yeah, right. Somebody had to take a hot take. Um, anyways, uh, but back to what I was saying, DeAndre Swift and, you know, potentially Mixon coming back next week. That, that, that makes his team really scary. Um, you know, you got Mahomes taking on Miami. I know Miami's been playing well, but it's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, you know, as long as Tyreek, uh, which I read a little more into it, um, he's not out of the woods this week for uh, whether or not he's going to be available. But um, it's still Patrick Mahomes. He's going to do Patrick Mahomes things. Um, one of the biggest things that I think that hurts Green Bay um, is Josh Allen, being the starting quarterback, um, has Stephon Diggs across from him. So if he throws a, a bomb touchdown to Stephon Diggs, it, it's going to help him, but it's going to help the, the Lions more. He's going to get the, the majority of the, you know, the, the total, the six points for the touchdown and the yards, you know, not the passing yards was at one point every 25 and a four-point touchdown. So I think that hurts him. Um, but Claypool and Juju, I've said it before, uh, having – Two shares of that off of, of that offense um, is pretty awesome, and that's going to make this team have a deep run. Um, uh, I agree with Evan Ingram having a great game, um, and then on the other side, Hunter Henry has just been irrelevant. Um, the Chargers have just kind of fallen off as of late, um, and then Chris Godwin, who's just had an injury plagued year, I, I just don't see. I guess it is Minnesota. Minnesota's secondary, but I just I just don't see a huge game out of him this week. And then Josh Jacobs, of course, being big. Oh, for sure. And then and then. You know, I was I was thinking that while you guys were talking, but it's it's hard to hard to. Take Chris Godwin out. I understand that, but yeah, I, that wouldn't be a horrible move. Um, or even you know Josh Jacobs being banged up playing against a stingy Colts defense. You know maybe that's even another move. Um, so yeah, I think I'm gonna follow you guys and I'm gonna take uh, Detroit here in the upset, and the defending champs will go down. Another thing I, I forgot to mention here, <laughs> beefcake. <laughs> uh, DK Metcalf, I think that they're going to get up so fast on the Jets that he, <laughs> there's a potential he doesn't even see the field the second half. So I, that, you know, if he doesn't have a good first half, I don't see him having a great game just because of not really needing to be involved. I 
was. Uh, I was actually just going to say this is my revenge game because Denver actually beat me to go to the finals last year. So uh, good luck to everybody except for those stinking Broncos. Yep, you too. <laughs>